welcome back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. Now that the time change has happened, it's officially on its way to being spring. But it definitely threw me off of my sleep schedule, too. I woke up pretty thrown out of sorts this morning. But anyways, I love it. It's the warmer temperature, the rain, everything's blooming. It really makes me excited, and the days are longer, too. So it's a nice thing to see. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's crazy. Like Peyton said, that it's springtime almost here. I can already feel my seasonal depression slowly drifting away through the wind. It's pretty sunny most days and hasn't really been raining a lot in Vancouver for once, which is a surprise. So that's when you can really tell spring is just around the corner. Exactly. I love it around here, especially when everything's blooming. It makes it just exciting to see the weather changing. So how about you tell them about our topic this week? For this week, we're going to be talking about bathrooms. Well, washrooms, if you're American. You're probably all thinking, what What a strange topic to talk about. What is there to possibly say about bathrooms? You guys are gross. I'm not listening to your podcast anymore. Like, I don't know. You guys are probably thinking all these weird things right now, but let me just explain to you. It's interesting you might ask, because why bathrooms? And if you're probably asking, you probably never have to deal with the struggle of deciding which bathroom to use. And you're most likely cis. So that's not an issue that crosses your mind on the daily, which is, which is good. But it's a struggle that a lot of trans people have to go through. And their concerns and whether it makes them safe or not, whether using these bathrooms. So that's kind of like what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, this week we decided to do bathrooms and the struggles that we face. And luckily in some aspects, some restaurants, bars, schools, and other places have now implemented this change and opened to the bathroom science, so allowing trans and gender folk to use it. But some sadly haven't. So we decided to talk about it today to help kind of navigate, find a better solution around it, and hopefully that'll help someone out there. We have we also are risking going into a bathroom always because you're not a cis person. So it's not always the same for men and women to go into bathrooms. We're trans. It makes a whole big thing like ten times bigger. Dude, definitely. I love the fact that most places are now only implementing gender-neutral bathrooms. It frees up another thing to worry about in a trans person's mind, having to constantly wonder if strangers are going to quote-unquote find out about you is really anxiety-inducing. And no one should have to feel that way just because they need to go to the bathroom. Exactly. Like when you see a man and a woman sign on the door, the utmost anxiety comes upon you because like, I don't know which one to go to because you might've had bad experiences before. You might be walking into a new situation. It's it's nerve wracking because you don't know which bathroom to go to because you're identifying as a trans man and there's a man and a woman option, but you don't want to go into the woman obviously because that's not good. And you don't want to go to a man either because that'll be just as awkward. So you're walking into a danger zone either way. And so now with these new gender neutral options and options for unisex and all sorts of people that go into it, it can be diverse and it can be more easy than just the generic male and female door. And I feel like the struggle is there. And I've been faced with it a few situations where I can't use the stall and have to wait for another place to go to the bathroom 
And obviously I don't want to use the urinal. So I go to somewhere else. Some places are lucky they have a, a stall. So great, I can go in and use it. But other times the guys are waiting in line and they look at you funny and you're like, Ugh. so I get in this awkward state where a lineup forms, the man asks, you're next. And then I awkwardly say, well, I'm waiting for the stall or I have to pass and I have to leave. Dude, I feel you. It's like every trans male struggle, just awkwardly standing in line and then people start forming behind you. And it's in that moment where everyone in that room kind of knows that you're taking a shit. And it's either that or using the urinals. I mean, you probably could with some practice, but that's not the point here. It's the fact that everyone here in the room knows that you're taking a shit, which makes it really great, but really, really awkward at the same time. Exactly. You're not always taking a shit. So some places aren't quite unisex either yet. And it's a really kind of unfortunate. I mean, why make such a big deal for something that's so small? And I mean, we're human, so we have a right to go pee without haste. And so students, on the other hand, are having a harder time. They're fighting for a bill to be passed. I'd say more in the States than Canada. I think Canada is a little bit more up to speed with that. But transgender people in the States have had a harder time than I think most people that I know. They have a lot more to worry about with the freedom, with LGBT rights and everything. So just like give them a place to go pee and feel comfortable. I don't know why it's such a big deal. And in the U.S., like I said, it's they're doing more research on it, but um, they're having a harder time than us here. And they're struggling more than it should be. But there's some provinces, provinces here in Canada that have passed the bill and some, will, some are still struggling, but some are coming up to speed and trying to get it all figured out. But I know when I was in school, it wasn't a thing yet, so I didn't think about it. But now I think more and more students are coming out earlier and coming out trans in high school when things are really quite hard as it is. So it's just more of a struggle for them than it should be. Mm-hmm. I really don't understand why there is so much hate against someone who is choosing to use a bathroom that they feel most comfortable with. It's reached a point where Americans need to pass bills so trans folks can do their business in comfort. That's kind of ridiculous if you ask me, because that's not something a cis person would ever even have to think about dealing with. Yet here we are, overthinking our every action and move before entering a bathroom space that makes us feel the safest. They're literally trying to pass a law where it forbids you to use the bathroom of your choosing because it's not the sex you were assigned at birth, which again links back to our previous debate, sex and gender not the same thing. But clearly, the people passing these bills don't have any brain cells left to really know that. You're right. So many of us, we fight for it on a day-to-day basis, but... We keep bringing it up. Sex and gender are not even close. We're going to try and step back and see from our views and the struggles that we face because it's not an easy route. We're doing our best and every day seems to be a struggle. Even if some days are better than others, the last thing we need to know is more obstacles and things being thrown at us that we can't do freely. There's always something that is happening or someone stepping up and telling us otherwise. So it's a constant battle. And I just, I, I wish that people were more educated and take the time to educate themselves or ask from a place of curiosity rather than lack of that. And I don't want to have to always educate people. I kind of wish that they would do it on their own, but I also can't expect that of them either. And instead they just shame us and cause us more distress. So I think over the years I've learned that I can't educate people, especially on topics that they don't quite know or understand because they're not in our shoes. We can't change everyone. It's my wish one day, obviously, but you know, I'm not Gandhi or anything, but, I feel for younger students and for anyone else who 
are struggling, like younger trans folks who are struggling as it is with home or school or society. They're trying to navigate the struggles of high school mixed in with the changes of going to the bathroom and the peer pressure and this added, added burden, burden that it can't be easy. Then think about if you live somewhere in the world where being trans is completely prohibited. I can't even imagine hiding that, yet alone going into public. So our society is quite different from the rest of the world. And I have to kind of be more sensitive to that in a way because we're, I'd say, a little bit lucky, but we still have struggles either way, not even just in Canada, but America, worldwide, other religions and societies. Like, it's not a walk in the park. So I keep that in mind, and it's scary. So we just got to remember that. Dude, for sure. It's always going to be something. If it's not bathrooms, it'll probably be about how unsafe they feel around us. And if it's not that, it's our lifestyle that they don't condone. There is always going to be something, unfortunately, which is why we really want to help navigate those hardships. We can't change people. We can only contribute and give back what we know and our experiences. Yeah. And it's a never-ending road of struggles and ups and downs. And I feel lately things are relatively smooth for the most part. But I know when I walk into a bathroom and I don't see a stall or any other option, I get anxious. So we, Aiden and I, have been through some stuff and we're still going through it. And we wanted to help those who are starting off or not sure or, or even in the middle of it. And we want to know that or let you know that we're here. And I was recently asked by a coworker for some help on a friend who was struggling. And so I helped the best I could. And I think listening to my podcast really helped as well. So it makes me feel like the podcast is worth it and covering topics that, you know, like bathrooms, for example, which can be kind of a laugh to some, but it's important because you don't think about that. And, or have already been in a situation you're like, Oh crap, like what do I do now? So that's kind of the reason why we started this podcast. And I know for, we want to help and educate. So. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. When you asked me to be a part of this podcast, I was told I would be helping other trans folks and I couldn't think of a reason as to why not. If I had known that I wasn't unknown in the experiences that made me feel really alone at the time, that would have saved me a lot of confusion. Exactly. And trans people have a lot to worry about. So why add to the plate already? Just give them a place to pee and feel comfortable. And I know in some situations, some guys have had bottom surgery or they use a device to pee, which allows them to stand and pee and it acts kind of like, you know, a dick, basically. Um, and it's a whole other challenge maneuvering it, but it's some ways that we can use a urinal without any confrontation. So for me, those options weren't really in my horizon at the time. So if I had known that, I would have possibly considered those things. But maybe now isn't the right time, but maybe down the road. But for most times, I either use to stall or go elsewhere. I just don't even bother anymore. But some places have handicap uh, options where a lot of trans folk or gender folk use it um, if the lineup is long or if there's no other option. So, But I think now they're coming around with more options, even around Canada. Like I've been to Alberta to see my brother, and um, they had an option for a unisex bathroom or even a sign on the male washroom that had open to all genders. So that made me feel optimistic that... Even across Canada, there's some places still popping up with that option. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For sure. There's actually like a lot of videos and articles out there that if you're interested in acquiring more knowledge on how to pass as a trans male in the bathroom, you can probably find those resources if you give it like a quick Google search. It's an issue that's actually pretty common more often than not. And if it makes you feel any better, 
a lot of cis males actually prefer to pee in the stalls because of privacy reasons. And I know some even prefer to sit down because it empties the bladder a lot better and faster versus standing. So scientific facts with Aiden 101. So yeah, the more you know, and you don't have to feel like, you know, self-conscious that everyone is probably like peeking under you in the stalls because um, 105% of the time they're not doing that. It's just in our head and that we think that everyone is like looking at us while, you know, we're in the bathroom. But it's not a thing. We're just really self-conscious and it's like our brain's telling us that. Um, but yeah, that's like the big takeaway, I guess. Yeah, it's become more of a conversation now and I think more people are fighting for the right and I think that it's something that was made into something bigger when it shouldn't be. So, but I, I agree. I've seen a lot of cis men using the stalls and it makes sense. I would too. But I have a funny story and it's also not funny, but I was at a bar a couple of years ago, I think probably three now, I went out with some friends and there was a lineup and there was no stall. So I was about to go and there's a guy behind me and he was forcing me to go pee. He was forcing me to go to the urinal and he was obviously next in line and I had no choice but to go pee in the urinal. Uh, but luckily it was in one that had a stall and a door. So it was great or else I wouldn't have gone. And I was really tempted to go find another bathroom, but I thought, okay, I'll go. So luckily the door was there and I was a little bit more secure about it, but also not because I was forced to go and it was scary because not alone you're with all these drunk people and I felt pressure, but, and I had to go really badly and I was scared, but what if someone walked in on me? What if they saw me? So I was afraid in a way for my life because of abuse or hate comments and I've seen a lot of rebuttal about trans folks in the bathroom or situations with people not agreeing with their choices or in society or generic, like everyday life, like they're out in public and something happened. So how am I supposed to know what was going to happen? So I was so close to walking away, but I, I wasn't sure of the outcome. So I was in a tough place and there's a lot of drunk guys there, loud music. I felt insecure. I was afraid. So I went in, I peed, I squatted and I left and it was, it was awkward. Like, I really, in that moment, wish I had a dick because I wouldn't have been like, oh my God, I have to go pee in a stall. Like, you know, I just would have done it and it would have been fine. But if it didn't have a door, I would have left. And I felt dirty and gross kind of and not, not what I want to do again. So honestly, I would have ran down the street, but I didn't know what to do in that sense. So I, I didn't want to get into any confrontations so to prevent any like harmful situations or abuse. So I did it. But who knows? Like, People do a lot of things when they're drunk, but since then I don't go a lot to bars and clubs because after that situation, I kind of was left traumatized for a little while. And as much as I was glad I got through it, I don't want to do it again. So also drinking is expensive too, but sometimes I go with friends for a beer. But other than that, not every bar has a proper bathroom for us. And that one didn't. And I never want to go back to that bar because that was traumatizing. It was a very awkward situation and I don't want to relive that again. Dude, 100%. I don't think I would have made it through that. So good on you that you made it through it in one piece. But it definitely makes it a lot worse when there's like groups of people waiting to use the washroom and they're wondering why you can't use the urinal. I mean, even if you were just waiting to use a stall, it's not really their problem if forcing someone to go pee is kind of messed up if you ask me. For myself, I've never actually experienced something as traumatizing as you, but I've had my fair share of uncomfortable bathroom moments. The only way to get through it is to tell yourself that you're never really going to see any of these people ever again. And use the skull, get in and get out. If there aren't any stalls available, I would try to find the closest family washroom because those are always 
uh, pretty much everywhere at malls, restaurants, gas stations, you name it. I'm pretty sure they're going to have it. That's how I've always managed to get out of those uncomfortable bathroom situations. Multiple times I've had to use the bathroom and all those times finding a second closest family washroom uh, pretty much came to the rescue and saved my life. So, well, not save my life. That's kind of extreme, but um, it really, like, you know, saved me. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, if I were to really give advice to someone, um, to, like, take away from all of this and throughout my five or six years um, of being on tea and, like, after I came out as a trans male, the best advice I it would be is try to familiarize yourself with the setting uh, that you're going with, whether it may be like um, like a theater or like a outdoor park or like a bar and figure out if there are any gender neutral washrooms or family washrooms for that matter. Because I know um, they usually have that on like the Google information. When you search it, it'll pop up like family friendly washrooms, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So that's what like I would really keep in mind like making sure that you're familiar familiar with the setting and if there's like a lot of people going there and if there is and there aren't any uh washrooms that you're comfortable with using i would definitely reduce the amount of liquids that you drink throughout the night like really watch what you drink and like maybe like one cup would be fine you can hold your pee for like five six hours depending on um, how long the event is, you know, just like calculate how, like how often you have to go pee and like really time yourself. That's what I've done for the past five years of my life because I really don't like using public washrooms, which is why I try not to like drink a lot. And I only do when I'm like really familiar with the setting and like where I'm going. So that's really saved me. That's really saved my life multiple times, I would say. Um, I've had, like, I haven't had any traumatized experiences because I guess I, I'm, like, really careful with that kind of stuff because I don't really want to put myself in any kind of situation that, um, was that Peyton was in that, because that sounds really traumatizing. And I feel like I wouldn't have been able to, you know, leave that situation in one piece. So, um, yeah, I guess that would be, like, my best advice, I could say. Um, is there anything else that you want to add to that? Not so much. I think if you don't like the situation, just get out and don't try and put yourself in a bad situation. I mean, not saying it won't happen, but just try and think about before you walk into that situation, you know, just take care of yourself. So if you don't like it, get out. And if there's another option, try that. But if it doesn't feel right, find another option and don't put yourself in that kind of stressful situation. I mean, I wasn't expecting it until it was too late. So now I know for future. Um, but mm -hmm. I think that it pretty much covers what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to share my personal story with you and share some advice on how to navigate it and, and just to get some more awareness about it because not everyone knows about it. So thanks for listening, guys, and I hope that this really helped. Come back next week for a new episode, and have a good rest of your week. Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Don't forget to comment and rate us five stars on wherever you're listening to this. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, take care, guys.